Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Asking for a Friend, where we tackle your biggest questions and deep dive into the experiences that we're going through in our lives. And today is such a fucking good, juicy episode. I'm so excited to dive into this. I can't stop talking about this. Me too. I'm so excited. It's very relevant to us right now and a lot of our friends. So we had two great questions come in that we've been talking about a lot and we've also been struggling with, and that is how to navigate friendships when everyone is at a different life stage and how to deal with comparison when your friends are all hitting different milestones than Mm -hmm. you are. Two very real experiences that anyone in their late 20s, early 30s is going through probably. Yeah. It makes so much sense because really your entire life up until like 30 or a few years before 30, you're so lockstep in your relationships and your friendships. Like you're all in school. You're all doing the same things. You're all going through like university and college applications together. Then you all go to like, you all go to university. You all graduate. You're all like trying to fucking find a job and do that whole grind. And Mm -hmm. then everyone's in the beginning of their careers and then all of a sudden boom you're 30 yeah someone is a ceo or a founder crushing it at their job another person like just had a baby and like maybe doesn't even want to go back to work another person is fully single and just like fucking their way through the city and another person (laughs) is planning their wedding and all of a sudden no one is at the same stage and everything happens drastically drastically different speeds and like these milestones come at you really fast and if you're the first one at the milestone it's hard if you're the last one at the milestone it's hard and yeah it's just it's it's both hard to like navigate as your friendship changes and then also to navigate like that comparison that comes up yeah and I think what's interesting is you and I are both in different sort of situations and different experiences of this right now so I think we're both going to shed like a really great perspective of what it feels like when you're on those ends of the spectrum. And we should also preface that the fact that there is a spectrum or these like milestones and this like linear path that we're all supposed to hit, I think that adds so much pressure, especially as women, because, you know, we have, we're called geriatric pregnancies after the age of 35, which is so insulting. So we also want to be like very clear that there is no linear path. We need to debunk that. And I know that's easy for me to say because I've technically followed the very classic linear path. Yeah. But that's just how my life panned out. Like I will be yeah. very upfront. I didn't necessarily proactively seek this. It just kind of yeah. happened. You didn't have like a work back schedule being like, and no. well, maybe you did. I know I it seems see it. like I would, but <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. But I didn't. <laughs> I have friends who literally did make a work back schedule for their for having kids. It was really funny. They were project managers, so it, it made sense. That, um, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. But like I I do get how people can feel that pressure. Like it's it's a Oh my god, thing. I feel it like so it's, hard. It's really yeah. really hard and it's it's not that your friends are giving you that pressure. It's just your friends are living their lives and doing what's best for them and then mm-hmm. that affects you because society is giving you that feeling that you're in this race and that really is like one of the number one things that creeps up is comparison and like envy and even jealousy and the biggest antidote to that is to realize that, yeah, like life is not in a straight line. These timelines are made up. They're absolute bullshit. 
and they were they are made to fuck with you and they usually are just like societal constructs that are a created by the patriarchy and b created yep. for like consumption and consumerism like if you don't have yeah. a house by this age and if you don't do this and if you don't like it's all just fucking like capitalism and patriarchy shit even the pressure to have a wedding like looking back on our life and just how Gabe and I are with how we spend money and what our money values are like a wedding really isn't a big thing to us but it was at the time because it felt like it had to be because all our friends were doing it yeah so if it was normalized to not do to not have these like expected milestones a lot of us wouldn't even try to hit them right it can be very easy to sit there and compare and and be envious of your friends who are at different milestones. And it can be both like being envious of the person who seems like they have their shit together. They're married. They have kids. They have a great job. Or it can be mm-hmm. from the person who's like a burnt out parent who's like, wow, I really miss when my life was carefree and like my other friends have yeah. it so good and so easy. I'm so jealous. Like it goes mm-hmm. on both ends. Everyone thinks the grass is always greener. Unfortunately, we're very much designed that way. But what helps me at least combat that comparison that I can really fall into that like truly does rob us of our joy and, and add all of this unnecessary stress is remembering that like we will all experience hardship at different stages. That perfect friend that you might compare yourself to, A, you don't know how things actually are for them. So maybe on paper they're checking every box, but that doesn't mean things are always amazing. And B, no one gets through life without hardship. It's actually like unfair to put this idea on them that their life is so perfect and they're so lucky because you don't know the shit that's going to happen for them. And maybe you've had a really difficult childhood or maybe your 20s were a nightmare and maybe up ahead you have like smooth sailing and someone's going to look at you and be like wow their life is great we're comparing these like points on a map with each other's points and not looking at the entire route and the entire destination that it took to get there what has helped me deal with comparison is leading with curiosity and so if you have a friend that's doing the things that you want and you're not there yet instead of sitting there and being flooded with like jealousy or envy yeah yeah have curiosity be like hey i'm really fortunate that I have someone that's like walked the walk and can kind of guide me. This is actually what I'm going for. This is great. I have a roadmap through this person. Their success and their their timelines do not take away from yours. So I loved no. the fact that I want kids. I'm nowhere close to having kids. So the fact that my sister had kids pretty early and was on this perfect trajectory, like white picket fence life that she put together, instead of comparing and being like, wow, I'm never going to have that. I'm all over the place. Her life is on such a perfect trajectory and I'm a shit show. It's actually been so awesome for me to get to learn how to parent through her and for me to start to pre-experience all these things that I want. And now I feel so prepared, so prepared for all the things I want because I've gotten to witness it by proxy through the people that I love that have already had those things. Yeah. And like, let's remember, these are like friends or family members that we're talking about. These are like what should be really safe spaces for you to just ask those questions and be curious. For people who want nothing more than to see your life bloom into whatever it is you want it to be. So I love, I love that perspective. Curiosity (laughs) and like vulnerability are such a great antidote to some of those like more negative feelings that can come up. I'm not saying... When I say negative, I don't mean like you shouldn't be feeling those things. These are normal things to feel. There's nothing wrong with you. We all have that. But like it's your decision whether you want to sit in that and start to like create a barrier between you and your friends where you're like, yeah, I'm triggered by what they have because I don't have it versus trying to shift and be like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling really jealous. But like, how can I shift out of that and just be really excited for them? And and you can also, I think I was listening to Glennon Doyle's episode. I think you listened to this one too on friendships and 
I loved what she said about being vulnerable with what's coming up. So if your friend tells you like, mm. hey, I, I got the huge promotion or I just bought a house or I'm having a baby. And if it like hits you like a fucking ton of bricks and you're genuinely happy for them, but maybe it's something that you've been trying for so long and like they didn't yeah. know and it like it's it's hard for you and it's not about them. It's just hard for you. It is okay if you're comfortable in that friendship to be vulnerable and to be like, I am yeah. so fucking happy for you. I love you. This is amazing news. For some reason, this is like hitting me in a really hard way. I guess I've been struggling with this on my end, but please know that it has nothing to do with you. So if I'm being weird right now, it's just because it's not you. It's to me. be totally vulnerable, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of freaking out because of yeah. X, Y, and Z. And that is separate from my joy that I feel for you. And, and that that's be, hard, but you can do it. And that would be so powerful because then that person knows to not just overshare every time something is happening and to come to you and be like, hey, do you have like the space for this right now? I'd love to share this thing that that's happened or I'm going through. And then it, you're creating less of a divide and you're actually you're letting that person know how they can show up for you better. Yes, exactly. Another thing that I think a lot of people go through is just not being able to relate when their friend is at a different life stage. Yeah. I felt this as the friend that has been in a little bit of a different life stage than my closest friends. Yeah. And for me, I found it really hard because my priorities had changed, my responsibilities had changed, and I was just going through so much that I couldn't relate to some of the things that my friends were going through, whether it was like dating a new guy or what, whatever it was. It, we were just at such different stages that I, for some reason I was struggling. And the yeah. way that I responded to that, which I do not recommend, was I kind of self-isolated because... I, I just I couldn't I couldn't relate and therefore I felt like it was like really hard every time I had to get on a call with these friends because I, I just I didn't know what to say. I was exhausted. Like, yeah, this is also coming from a new mom perspective. But since then, since coming out of it and realizing like, OK, I obviously want still want these friendships in my life because let's just be clear, it is OK to have friends in different stages. It's actually probably healthy 100%. to have friends in different stages. Do not create if a vacuum I, for yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if all my friends were just mums and with young kids, I would feel, I would go crazy. I don't want to just talk about diapers all day. Like I want to hear about my friend's crazy fling. I want to hear about your amazing travels. Like the, yeah. it brings me joy. So what I've learned is like showing showing compassion and giving my undivided attention to those friends at set times when I have the space and time to actually listen yeah. allows me to have those friendships in my life and actually show up as a good friend. Because before I found I was like taking calls while I was wrangling Mia and I just wasn't present and I was just yeah. kind of shitty because I was kind of like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, like, you know, like yeah, just yeah, not yeah, like yeah. fully like, listening when they were talking. Yeah. yeah. And it was just not a great way to connect. So that is something that I've found has helped. And then on the flip side for me, because I do need some relatability in my life and I do need to have someone who's going through somewhat similar things to, to me because I need that validation, finding someone who is kind of in your corner, in the trenches with you has been really helpful. I did have two girlfriends since moving here that I really connected with that had kids and it has been like really helpful to have those friends to go to when I need to talk about mom stuff yeah and then my other friends to go to when I want to talk about work travel all the things you yeah. know a hundred percent every friendship expert that we've ever listened to has told us yeah. that like the keys to a really easy and prominent friendship are a proximity which like we don't have right now but we still manage to make it work because we talk yeah. every fucking day and like things directly in common and so yeah. 
I've noticed in my friend groups, even just like here in Toronto, when one of my friends was single and I was single, we hung out more than we've ever hung out because the two of us were like, let's just go out every single night and let's always be going out and let's always be really social and like, let's always be dressing up and doing things. So we got way closer. And when we were both like, hey, let's get like really healthy and fit. We were going to so many workouts together and so like we were doing a lot more together than like any of my other friends. And so for like a new mom, as much as I think selfishly, you need to have friends that aren't moms like me. It makes so much sense that you're going to want friends who are doing the same juggle that you're doing and have a lot in common. I think it's great to diversify your friend group, but you also really need someone who's going through a similar thing that you're going through just as a support system. Yeah. It's one thing for your friends to validate you, what what you're going through, but to have someone who's also like lived it and experienced it, it just, it also makes you feel like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm going to get through this. This person may have already gone through it. So like they, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I will admit I was stuck in a very like victim mindset place because I was like, I'm the only one of my friends that had a baby. No one understands what I'm going through. Like poor me. I'm alone. I moved away. Yeah. And then eventually I was like, okay, like sh- shut up <laughs> in the <laughs> nicest way. Like pick yourself up off the fucking floor and yeah. go meet, make some friends. Yeah. Like, so to your point about talk, like talking to people at daycare, I, st- I, a mom at, at Mia's daycare was dropping her her kid off and she was like all frazzled and I was like oh my god I can totally relate <laughs> and I was like you look, you look like you should you could maybe use a drink do you want to grab a drink sometime and she was like absolutely and then oh we god, exchanged numbers and now we ha- now we're friends you got to put yourself out there and you'll you'll find someone who has something in common with you with your stage that you're in also your friends should be putting in some effort to like understand what you're going through and to care yeah we need to put in effort to like let our friends know when something's a big deal for example like I'm I I think we're probably the only ones of our friends pretty much who are entrepreneurs. And so when I show up to a group hang of people who work corporate and I'm like, we got a sponsor or like, I got a new client. They're like, cool. Because they're just like, well, that's what you do. That's what you do. Like, they don't get what a big win it is. Every single time it's like a victory that you have fought so hard for. I really appreciate then when I have friends who ask a lot of questions and like want to know more. And even if they don't relate to it, they seek to understand and they lead with curiosity so that they can be like, oh, this is a big deal. Oh, that's great. You know, even though they might be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's just putting effort, really. It's putting a little bit of effort in to ask the questions to show you care. You might not relate. You might not understand, but you care Mm -hmm. and you're there to listen. You don't need to understand to support. And I think it was a therapist talking about how partners that have anxiety deal with their their partner who doesn't and vice versa. Mm. Like, well, my partner doesn't understand my anxiety. Like, they don't need to understand it. They just need to validate and support. And so that's the other thing. I think, like, I'm always seeking to be understood. And I really always want people in my life to grasp what it is that I'm, like, (laughs) where I'm at. Sometimes I'm not going to, and that's okay as long as they care. It's not not their job to, like, deeply understand everything I'm talking about. And that's interesting because I found I wouldn't want to share what I was going through in motherhood because I was worried my friends would be like, oh, like they don't understand or they wouldn't be able to actually help me. So what's the point of telling them what I am what I go through? Yeah. But now I'm realizing just talking about it and having someone be like, that's really hard. Yeah. feels amazing. It's yeah. way better than just pushing your friend out because you think they can't relate when really they're like – tell me and I'd love to know what's going on with you and you're like you're pre-censoring and pre-deciding what you think people are going to care about but you never know maybe that friend wants to know what motherhood is like and they're like they're on the journey of motherhood and they want to know that it's like not all sunshine and rainbows you know 
use just like use common sense like your friend that just got divorced might not be the friend that you go to for your number one (laughs) wedding planning person yeah probably not. and your friend who is going through fertility issues or who fucking hates kids isn't the person you're going to go to to talk (laughs) about your first like year of life with baby but outside of those outliers if your friends want the things that you are experiencing right now they probably are really curious to know more details. So don't like yeah. pre-censor like what you think they'll be interested in because I want to know. Well, I'm an open book now. Love it. I think another really big part of what makes it so hard to have friends in these really different stages and, and friends who are changing a lot is the fear of what your place is going to be in their life now and like the fear of basically mm-hmm. being left behind. I know that's been, just to be totally honest, and maybe it's like a, an anxious attachment thing, but that's been a really hard part of me my whole life through my friendships. When my friends have moved away, when friends get married, when friends like have babies, the bubbling emotion that like I'm often a little ashamed of is just like, am I going to matter Are they going to have time for me? Am I going to matter anymore? Am I going to be just like nothing? Like it's just really easy to fall into this place where you're convinced that something different and new for your friend is going to mean that you will no longer belong in their life. And that's usually not true. Things will change though. Things will be different and that's okay. And they won't be the same, but it doesn't mean you won't matter. And it doesn't mean that your friendship won't exist. I think it's really easy and honestly natural to want everything to stay the same. Yeah, there's comfort in that. Yeah, I was listening to an episode with Tinks and I I just love her. And she was talking a lot about this and how she like used to live in a house with all of her friends. And then every time one of them would like get a boyfriend or move out or get married, she'd be like upset because she's like, no, I don't want it to change. Like stay here with me. And so like it's natural. We want everyone to just stay here and we want to just do everything together and and every time it's like they're go- another friend gone like there they go yeah yeah but it's selfish to not let people progress and to want people to stay exactly where they are it's not fair and that can creep yeah. up in these like really offhand things that you might catch you or your friends saying about each other when it's like oh wow they used to be fun that's yeah a really selfish way of saying like they're growing and progressing and changing and i don't like it that they don't want to do things with me anymore or like oh they used to be so like this and now they're not you're trying to keep them in the same place and it's just coming from an anxiety of like i'm left behind and i'm comparing myself and i don't think i'm have a place anymore so the root of it is is okay but how you're presenting it into the world can be pretty mean if you're not careful of checking that yeah i i was super worried about that because i've cut back on my drinking and I'm exploring a more sober curious lifestyle for the most part and I was really nervous because literally my motto in life is maximum fun and that pretty much stemmed from drinking just being like life of the party and drinking a lot and like having maximum fun at all times yeah I am still really nervous for like when I come back home and visit my friends that you know it's going to be it's going to be different hanging out with me but my vision of like fun and getting together with my girlfriends is a lot different now than it used to be. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of nervous about how people are going to approach that. So far, it's been met with lots of love and it's probably just in my own head. But I was nervous about that because most people's experience with me is usually like over getting drinks or having dinner or having like a rowdy girls night in. And I don't want to miss out on the connection with my friends just because I'm choosing not to do certain activities anymore. Open communication about that is so, so, so helpful because I feel like I would only be ever threatened by that if I thought there was nothing else that you and I had to do together. Because I know we have so many other things, 
yeah, in so many yeah. other ways that we can stay connected. I don't give a shit. Like, it's all good. It's great. Yeah. Good for you. If it makes you happier, then like, I'm all for it. If you and I didn't have a friendship where we had like more than just like going out and drinking, then I'd be like, oh shit, there goes that, you know? So there goes that friend. Yeah. And I think to your point, communicating it is so important because like before my friends come to visit me, I'm just like, hey, just want to let you know, like I'm not super like rowdy anymore. So just want to give you the heads up. Like we can still have some glasses of wine, but I'm just not going to be like going out and getting shit faced. And every time that's happened, all my friends have been like, oh my God, that's totally fine. Yeah. Talking about it and being on the same page is, is really important. I feel this fear that I always held of like friends changing means that I'm going to lose a relationship, it's finally starting to heal. I definitely had that fear with you, to be honest. Like, and I'm, yeah. I was like ashamed of it, but I was like, oh my God, she's going to move away, have a baby and our relationship's going to be gone. Like I am not going to matter. And I was like really nervous about it, but it's not the first time I've had that. When my best friend, when I was younger, moved away, it, it felt like such a huge loss and it's just yeah. taken maturing and growing up and doing some work to realize like your friend's success, happiness and choices have nothing to do with a loss of you. It's just them progressing and going on to the next level and you have to let them and support them and you can communicate your fears. And I I wish my friends had done that in the past too. Like when I was in the States a lot, when I was in a a relationship that was long distance and I was going back and forth, I wasn't around much. I'd do a month there, Mm -hmm. a month home. I wasn't present as much and I felt like that resulted in me probably letting people down or people feeling really neglected and we never really just spoke frankly about it so I feel like there was just this schism that happened because I wasn't home much rather than just being like hey like you're always gone like how can we make this work because I miss you and I don't want to like be left behind I want to be a part of your journey like how can we improve upon things And now I feel that because I understand what it's like to be the person who's not around, who's really busy, who's prioritizing their career and their relationship, when my friends are going through that and when my friends are in a season of like, I can't be there as much because I'm struggling with work and relationships and family, I have more Mm -hmm. grace because I'm like, I get it. I get how it feels to like have people resent you for just trying to fucking do what you need to do to be an okay person. Everyone has their season and their moment of needing to prioritize something that might not be me. And doesn't need to be personal. Yeah. What I'm learning as we as we age is that communication within your friendships is just as important as communication is with your like romantic relationships. Oh my God, yes. It will make your friendships so much deeper, so much more honest. And that way, if you're ever going through those changes where you are, maybe you have a new relationship and you are naturally going to be spending more time with that person because it's exciting and you want to yeah, see where it's, it's going. Normal. Like it's so normal. And if we could all just learn to communicate that where I could be like, let's pretend I'm not with Gabe. I could be like, hey, I just met this guy. I'm really stoked about it. I'm probably going to be spending a lot of time with him. Just like FYI, I think I found like my soulmate. Your friends will probably understand. Or your friends, if they think you're like spending a lot of time with that person, they can just bring it up in a nice way too. Like not an accusatory way. Like, hey, like we noticed you're like spending a lot of time with Jim are things going great? Like, how's it going? Like, yeah, we yeah, miss yeah. you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, just communicate. It's crazy how much of the nerves and anxieties and things that we're talking about could be resolved if we all just had more open, honest conversations with each other. Just a sprinkle of vulnerability can really do right? the trick. I probably added to your anxiety right after I had Mia because we had bought our house. We were prepping to move and I was just in survival mode and all I wanted to do was focus on my tiny bubble. So I wasn't as available as I used to be. And obviously... Yeah having a baby does that to you too, but I probably should have 
in hindsight, just communicated that to you so you didn't feel like I was pushing you out further. I don't know if that's how you felt, but I'm sure I didn't help. I'm sure I didn't help any feelings that you were going through. And that was me on my end, just not communicating like, hey, I'm just trying to like survive and get this house closed. And a lot of things happened at once. But I mean, yeah, we've all been there. You know, it's easier when you've been through something similar because you can extend a bit more grace and be like, oh, my God, I I understand how you're feeling. And so the hard part is if you haven't been in some of these situations, trying Mm -hmm. to like still express your needs while also being like, what are they going through to make them act this way? Like maybe they need a bit of support. And I think a big part of that is navigating the fact that your friends are going to have different priorities and different ideas of, yes. of what's important. So like all those little lockstep stages that you go through up until you're 30, your priorities are very similar. You're very aligned. All of a sudden, my biggest priority one week might be like, what am I going to wear to this event where I might meet my future match? And your yeah. biggest priority might be like, what daycare am I going to choose for my child? These are very yeah, yeah. different ideas of what's important and both of them are valid, but it's like really hard when those things are so d- disparate. Yeah. And I have I have been guilty in the past of thinking that my priorities truly, and I'll admit, admit this, were like more important than yeah. some of my friends' priorities. But it's not true. It's just no. what I'm going through in this moment. Of course, that's going to feel more important to me because it's my lived yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're right. Having that like empathetic view of what someone else is going through is just going to help. We have to check ourselves because that's really yeah. like that's really important. Like when you have a really important job, it's easier to be like, "Oh, my issues are so much bigger than everyone else's issues right now." And yes. it's just like, "Well, that's that's not really quite fair." And like it's the most important thing All in your relative. life, but it doesn't invalidate someone else's importance. So try to validate that for your friends and understand that even if your friend hasn't been on a date for like 2 years and they go on their first date, that might be like the lowest thing on your list of things that you find valuable and important but it's really fucking important to your friend get over the idea that your shit's more important than other people's shit and when something is really hard for someone else really try to be there for them knowing that we've talked about this before but knowing that like pain is relative and it might be a really big deal to them even if it's not a big deal to you so show that you care but also be their biggest cheerleader Because I've also noticed in friendship, it's not just about the bad times. And what really helps me with friends who are in different stages is celebrating their wins like they are your own. Because friend, like especially girlfriends, I feel like when shit hits the fan, girlfriends are so good at being there for each other. But we Mm -hmm. also need to show up when shit is going great. Don't just be like, oh, well, I don't need to like at all help them or be there for them right now because they just got a promotion and an engagement and this and they own a home. No, you actually do need to show that you care and you support them during the wins and celebrate them. How you show up in the good times is just as important as how you show up in the bad. And you don't want your friends to be isolated in these moments of joy. There was some research that was done about like how it impacts you when a friend is there for you in the good times and when a friend is there for you in the bad times. And it's the good times that leave a lot more lasting impression, which is what you were saying. There was there's actual like science behind it. A hundred percent. It's like the dopamine or whatever chemical it is that it's really that you got. Yeah, it's really easy to show up in an emergency. But can you show up when your life is like eh, status quo? You're just getting by, and something amazing happens for your friend. Really, the key to a overcoming comparison and envy, and b bridging the gap that we might feel between us and our friends who are in totally different places, is holding each other's wins like sacredly and and just fucking finding the joy in those moments and celebrating them together 
honestly, it's really, really hard to to start growing in different directions. And if you're not careful, as we all grow in different directions, we grow apart. So try to grow together. And the, the biggest way to do that is to bring your friends along for the ride. You know, like your friends are going to start changing. They're going to be planning families, moving, prioritizing careers, prioritizing relationships things won't be the same as they were before and I know that that is scary but if we can support our friends through those those changes and like be a part of the ride and say hey I've noticed I've noticed things are changing it doesn't seem like you enjoy going out and drinking anymore or it doesn't seem like you enjoy doing the things that we used to do but I see that you're on like a huge you know kind of like health and fitness journey right now I'd love like tell me about it I want to be a part of this I feel like we're not doing things together anymore but I want to be a part of some of the things you're doing so like what can we do together instead take each other along for the journey don't assume that your friends don't care or don't want to be a part of it. They probably actually are just like, I don't understand why you're changing so quickly and what's happening. I would really love to know. So ask your friends lots of questions and see how you can be a part of their new direction if you notice them, you know, growing into a different way. And the last thing I wanted to touch on is if you have gone through a big life change, like let's say kids, because that's my personal experience right now, and you don't have the same amount of free time that you once had to dedicate to friends, or maybe you moved away, so the proximity part just isn't there anymore. I've realized that while I'm mourning that frequent communication and just the ease of that communication, how it used to be before these life changes happened, I can still have really meaningful friendships with my friends. It's just less frequent, but it's more meaningful. And the time that I dedicate to those people is like, so precious and so cherished and I can really like sit down I don't have to think about anything else it's just me and them and it's just like the most beautiful thing so don't feel like if you're drifting away from your friends because of proximity or crazy life changes that have happened to you that your friendships are yeah are gonna change like yes they might look different because you don't see that person every day or every weekend but when you do see them it'll be like nothing changed like that's the true test of a true friendship really is that no matter the distance no matter what happens when you get together it's a safe space it's a familiar space and you're still connected i totally totally agree with that that is so perfectly said and just remember that friendships do have their seasons they they ebb and they flow and it is totally totally normal and I think we've been like conditioned to think that friendships are supposed to be really easy all the time why why would any close connection between two complicated humans ever just like be super duper easy so I think just because things are different um, and just because things might be harder for a season doesn't mean that the friendship has to be over and it's just really an opportunity to grow in a new direction together or to recognize that like you know what right now my friend their life is just fucked and like it's not going to be the same for a while but eventually it will come back it will have its season again but right now I just might need to give them a bit of grace and a bit of space this has been really helpful I wish I had this episode when I first had Mia and first moved away but that's okay I have it now and I hope that for anyone out there that's navigating being in a different life stage as your friends, just know you're not alone. Everyone is going to go through it at some point in their lives. And there are ways that you can still feel connected to the people that you love. It really does get better. And when you just start talking about it and communicating with your friends and like bridging that gap that you might feel between them, everything will get better. And this is yeah. 100% normal. Every friendship has their season, but every season's beautiful. So we really hope this helps. You got this. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. 
you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.